welcome. I'm Dante. And I'm Herfy Durfy. And I am Tip. And this is Go Mode and a link to the past randomizer podcast. Guys, I uh, I didn't know if we were going to get this episode in today. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I had I my mean, doubts. There were some uh, some doubts. I I feel like I I was the most flexible out of all of us, uh, just because it's usually pretty late, so I'm generally home when we record. Uh, yeah. But you guys are, are in some trouble. Tim needs to get home from work. You need to leave maybe a little sooner. We'll yeah. see how we how we can manage may- today. It's it's uh. The listeners may get their wish. I may just completely vanish from the episode unheard uh, <laughs> if near that, the end. If your wish is for Dante to just disappear off this show, then stop listening right now. Please just put the wow. podcast down. <laughs> wow. People yeah. can hate, like, love two and hate one, like, if they want to. It's okay. I guess. We're kind but, of a complete package, I, I feel like. Someone- how could someone that loves me hate what I love? They love, you know? they love our package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This, this was a tough one to, to fit in. Um, and Herf, like this particular time, you didn't have a conflict like Dante and I do, but in general, you, you always have this sort of ticking clock of like, all right, we can't go on forever. Cause it's true. eventually going to be it's like 1am for you. I'm always a long. bit of a, of a living deadline. That, that is very true. Yeah. And that's, I'll just quickly totally summarize fine. and say for me, just, it was just mainly just work. And also mm-hmm. last week was a short week for me because I was down in Charleston for a friend's wedding, which was wonderful and lovely, but mm-hmm. had nice. a little nice. bit less prep time than usual, but just, uh, you know, uh, during the weekend, I was leaning towards, oh man, I got to cut something out. Uh, you know, go mode is probably the best candidate for something to postpone. And then Monday morning, this morning, I woke up and I was just like, nah, man, let's do this. I got this. <laughs> uh, I did the outline the night before and now like I'm fully ready and I'm, I'm straight up excited to record this episode. So mm-hmm. I, just was, I just needed a different mindset. That's all that I have yeah, to go to at six o'clock. It's five eleven. I It's three to four minutes up the road. So I'm going to bail at the very last second. I'm going to throw a coat on and walk out the door. And that's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Dante's always ready to go. It's never a mental challenge for him. It, it was purely a uh, scheduling thing. So yeah. we're going to make hay while we've got uh, Dante daylight here mm-hmm. and get right into it. Start talking about some randomizer news. And we have a lot of it this week. We have, we have quite a few things to get over. So let's go ahead and do it. Who wants to kick us off? I'll, yeah, sure. I'll start. I'll start because, you know, I guess I'm involved in the first one. So we talked about this last week or excuse me, a last episode uh, making more work for Tuesday temp that he's not going to do. But (laughs) the last episode, (laughs) we talked about the charity event for Ricky of Kikiri. That is this Saturday. If you're listening to this right as it comes out or the week it comes out, it is this Saturday starting at 9 a.m. There is a tracker website that uh, we will probably have in the description of this episode to see the schedule and the breakdown. Um, I was told there's going to be a potential bonus run on Saturday at 7.45 p.m. If they get to a certain amount of money, I don't know the money right now off the top of my head. Um, it's going to be, I think, a crowd control run. Um, that's spoilers, maybe. Uh, uh, hopefully I don't spoil too much, but um, <laughs> I don't know who the runner is and no one does. Like we were we were not told. So and we don't even no, know what the game is. I mean, it could okay. be a brand new crowd control. Who knows? Um, either way, um, hope, uh, long, like long story short, we just kind of, again, want to raise money for Ricky, help him out the best that we can. And in, in probably the only way we really know how to right now. And, um, yeah, I, I there's, there's going to be a bunch of prizes as well. 
you know, it's kind of like very GDQ light. Uh, if you donate mm-hmm. money, there's you, your name's going to get put, you know, a certain amount threshold or whatever that your name's going to get put into raffles for potential prizes that uh, are being donated. And um, yeah, so make sure you check out Zelda speed runs uh, this weekend, Saturday, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, so we'll definitely have links in the description for both the schedule and the stream. Um, and I just wanted to say uh, we are also going to have some events this weekend in the GMP community. But if you're only going to go to one live, go to go to the charity event for Ricky of Kokiri. Our, our events, you know, we'll talk more about them later, but you'll be able to watch the VODs. You'll be able to chat about them in our server. Um, but, you know, you'll only have one shot to, to contribute to this event live. So. Even though we are holding a few other things, I'm going to say this takes precedent, and I would encourage people to to check this out if you're if you're free uh, this weekend. So, oh yeah, cool, good stuff. All right, uh, moving right along. So, uh, Tark came out with an update, an announcement uh, in their you know announcement channel of the Tark server. It was Fear Agent that posted it, uh, but it was on behalf of the admins there. And they had a few things to announce that I thought were interesting and that we could talk about here. So the first one was the uh, releasing of a code of conduct that they had written. Uh, and Fear actually cited Structural Mike for kind of taking the reins on this. So this came about, I believe, because in the past there's been a lot of uh, discussion about different decisions made by the racing council or the ALTTPR devs or, you know, whatever was the case at the time where things got heated and people started to maybe cross lines, or at least it felt like they were crossing lines, but technically the lines had never been drawn in the first place. So it was hard to really say like you have broken this Mm -hmm. rule or done that, that you weren't supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So Basically, the way Fear put it was like, we understand that opinions can be passionate and at times divisive, but we want to make sure that all conversations remain civil. It's also hard to break the rules when the rules are not defined. Well, now they are. So we will link this code of contact in the description of this episode. You can also find it at the Tark Discord server. Uh, but the like meta description for this document, the like short text, I think kind of sums it up perfectly. And that is be kind, attentive and honest. I really liked that. I, I think those three concepts are really good to kind of be first and foremost in people's minds if you don't feel like reading this document, which, by the way, is like a page and a half. So you really should just read it anyway. But I really liked the way that that uh, they summed that up. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll put the link in the description so you can read along. But did you guys have a chance to read this? And and if so, what what were some of your takeaways? I, I did read this. Um, I think this is uh, a good step. Uh, I'm I'm a little worried. Maybe I'm a negative Nelly, and I, I, I let me preface the negative Nelly statement with uh, uh, my mind's poisoned because of being on the council and watching people potentially be toxic with no reins for you know three three plus years. So uh, obviously, like I, I want to be proven wrong here. P- please, I, I beg you all, prove me wrong. Um, but like, I don't know. I feel like in the old racing council channels, and I know this is not retroactive. But based on this, like everybody in the world that ever communicated there could be banned uh, at this point. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm hoping that it doesn't become a, a rules lawyer thing where the moment someone sees something that they don't like, they, they try to find some way to fit it into this just because mm. they have a difference of opinion. I want people to have differences of opinion and I want them to express them. I, I, I totally am on board with that. 
So I think it's a good step. I'm hoping this is not like an overcorrection due to the past. And I don't I'm, I'm kind of just like word vomiting here. I know but um, I think I, I overall I think it's good because having something defined is better than pleading to someone. Can we fix this? And they're like, well, you know, there's no rules on this, which, you know, if you don't have you got to go back four months ago and three months or five or something. And Lord knows. Um, well, you know how that went anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, I, I, I share Dante's concerns. I also share uh, Dante's, uh, you know, overall outlook. Optimism. That is uh, a good thing. I think it's a, a, a good step to take. Uh, I think it, it's good for the Tark Discord. It's obviously something that's going to be impossible to police anywhere else. I don't think that's the purpose of it either. Um, I'm... I'm a little bit of a negative Nancy to to take Dante's term in a bit of a. Different I think he was a negative Nelly. Oh, He's Nelly. Negative oh Nancy. Nancy. And, well, and this perfect. is. I'm under the impression this is just for the Tark server. Period. Yes, Not like yeah, the yeah, racing yeah. community. Like no, race I, time. I, I, I yeah. agree. I I just you know I I just thought a code of conduct, especially from a Tark server, might give some people the impression on on first hearing the term. That it might be the code of conduct for the general racing community, Entire which it community. is not, which would be no. impossible to even exactly, this, exactly. Know? But um, I uh, what, what I was trying to get at is obviously I'm a little bit influenced by Danka, who, uh, as my fellow ladder admin, has uh, you know made his stance and his opinion clear and uh, how he thinks uh, think uh, things should run. Yeah. Um, my problem is, and this is something we'll get to here in probably a minute or two, uh, the code of conduct, as I said, I think it's a good step. I think it's a thing that needs to be done. I think doing it as sort of a first thing or one of the first things might be a little bit of a misprioritization, maybe, to put it mm. like that. Mm. Okay. I understand that everything they will do will inevitably end up with people discussing it on the Tark Discord so from from a very um, uh, bird's eye perspective I guess it it, it might be a good idea or might look like a good idea to first go hey listen you know before all these weird discussions start and people start getting toxic again we better lay out some rules so once we start deciding stuff people know to be civil and be nice about it and have discussions in a normal way and not be asshats about it mm-hmm. um i think that makes sense to a certain degree but on the other hand you know if i'm reading in our outline here uh we're still figuring out how the term limits and stuff will work it, it's like you know i'm not jonesing for anyone to be leaving their spot and giving it away to someone else that's not the point here i just think it's very slow moving on the and that gives me the impression of it being a big like institution that kind of you know isn't getting into gear and isn't really doing what it should be doing or set out to do or was supposed to do i don't really know how to put it but it just you know oh now we have a code of conduct but the actual important stuff we're still figuring that out i mean you know obviously also a bit of a subjective thing because what do you define as important stuff but I think a code of conduct is maybe something you can get into once, you know, people start being idiots. Yeah. 
Now, Herf, I'm glad you mentioned that. And I just wanted to quickly support what you said by pointing out that the code of conduct has a little note at the bottom of it saying that it was last updated August 29th, 2023. And it was released to us in the Discord November 28th. Yeah. So it does beg the question, what exactly was occurring between August 29th and November 28th? If if it was Spanky ready to clip. go at that time, you know? <laughs> and STL, I mean, you know, Spanky they were SGL, They probably did some revisions, I would assume. Well, I guess. Well, then, but it says last update, yeah, right? I, that that I, was my I, thing, I mean, too. It was like, oh, well. You know, know, let, me, let me play devil's advocate. <laughs> Can I, yeah. Let me do this okay. really quick. Okay. If Mike was working on this, let's say he, that was, let's say Mike co- or pinned all of this down. So if it was last updated August 29th, they potentially had to read this over and then all decide as maybe moderators and admins, not just the yeah. target admins, but the mod team as well, that this is what they wanted to go with. And until they all had some kind of concrete agreeance on, on that, then, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like that, that like I, I get it. The council moved insanely slow. Like it was so mm-hmm. it was like tortoise pace. So I, I still think this is a little better. Plus stuff like this, you have to really and, and I, I'm going to say they did do it. Um, you really have to kind of comb through the fine details of is, is this rules lawyer a bull? Uh, you know, to to you know, it, it, is there loopholes or are there loopholes like stuff like yeah. that? And there's gonna be, but maybe, maybe I'm trying to think positive. Maybe mm-hmm. this is gonna be good. Uh, you know, I don't think it's gonna be a detriment to the community. No, but, not at all. And yeah. I was also gonna say, you know, to not just you know, kind of crap on it at the whole Critique. time. I, sure. I do think it is a good step and a good idea, and I understand why they did it. As I explained earlier, I think as soon as you start deciding stuff. Probably, you know, they had some experience with how Specky Clip went. I think since the vote went into or the way that most people hoped it would and and that most people voted, there wasn't a lot of toxicity or anything. But, you know, it's understandable. I don't think it's a bad idea. As Dan, she said, I don't think it's a detriment in any way, shape or form. I was just kind of hoping at this point, you know, near the end of the year, we'd be at a solid okay we figured all the you know basic stuff out and now we can work on the finer details and i personally don't think a code of conduct is necessarily the most important thing to have immediately maybe that's just me being optimistic about the community not being awful idiots when stuff comes up (laughs) you always hope you don't need it yeah yeah but um, yeah, interesting thoughts. A lot of stuff I hadn't I hadn't considered. I do also want to go on the record uh, as we are kind of rounding out this conversation to say that I do overall like it. Um, I, you know, they work at whatever pace they work at. Hey, I get that. Like I, I put stuff off all the time. So it is what it is. Um, a- another thing about it is the reporting method for it, uh, which I think is also kind of meant to alleviate some of the things that y'all were talking about, uh, which is that whenever you believe someone is violating the CFC or the general community guidelines, they want you to report it to a moderator privately. Do not call out users publicly. I did see a fair amount of, you know, bad faith arguing and, you know, what about that would happen in arguments in the past where someone would try to like twist the words of a mod that they had picked up elsewhere and then use it against someone publicly to like well, try to embarrass or shame them from the right. Yes. I'm sure we all know who I'm talking about. 
talking about. So, so I think this, you know, hopefully will help to curtail that. Um, and uh, on that note, there is also a chat with admins channel that you can use um, to, you know, directly give feedback to the admins and mods and also an anonymous form that we will link in the description of this episode. That so anonymous form. It, I'm sure there are some trolls on that. If they're not, I'm proud. <laughs> oh, of the yeah, for sure. You want, you want to be on the receiving end of that form? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know nothing about it or know anything. Yeah. Let me make sure I get my double negatives, you know, not not messed up here. I want to make sure I know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. OK, well, um, yeah, again, I just uh, as a public service announcement, let people know that was announced uh, November 28th. Like I said, go ahead and give it a read. I found it to be pretty well written, concise, uh, and I, I do believe it's a it's a good first step or initial step, one of the first steps for Tark. So that's that. All right, we have a, a first of several new announcements for event slash tournament type things happening. Who wants to take this one? Uh, I mean, I guess I can do this since I was also DM'd about this originally. Yeah. Um, so uh, sometime this week, I woke up to a DM from Power to Mario who uh, uh, introduced me to a, to an event uh, that he and Simple Clips put on or are going to put on called Heroes of Time. And uh, this is going to be uh, an all year randomizer event. And they've also made a new Discord server for this, of course, that, as I said, PTM and Simple Clips are putting on. Um, they're going to be focusing on a particular mode or setting every couple of months. And I think the big kind of deal is that they're going to try at least. I think it it should work. I mean, you know, you it's always a bit of a risky thing in a way, but uh, the whole event is going to run entirely async. So there should be no mm-hmm. scheduling difficulties. You can run your stuff at your own ledger. Uh, obviously, you're still going to be required to, you know, record everything and uh, you know, all the usual stuff that you're used to. But yeah. just being able to run stuff async is going to make it so much easier to have people actually participate and not run into the old, you know, not even just uh, working different shifts or having to work longer or whatever, but the old European and uh, American scheduling difficulties with the different time zones and stuff. Sometimes it's just impossible, as we know, you know, scheduling recording as sessions. We personally, <coughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, that's going to be uh, pretty interesting, I think. And each season is going to include both typical modes and glitch heavy modes. So there, I think there's going to be something for everyone. And uh, it, it, it should be pretty interesting. I personally, I haven't joined the Discord uh, yet. I don't know if I will, to be honest, but uh, it, it sounds pretty interesting to me. And it's a little bit of a... A different twist on things, I guess. You know, it's not just another, hey, we're doing three months of a new tournament where we thought of some stuff. Uh, But this is supposedly really going to run year round and going to be a whole whole thing. Yeah. Since you mentioned the Discord, I wanted to say I I did join this, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I could write the outline and do a little bit of additional research. And uh, I don't know if they like paid for like Discord premium or some like. They got some kind of special upgrade for their Discord server. Because if you join it, maybe this is just how they all are these mm-hmm. days. But I don't think so because I have joined others recently. It's like a premium Discord 
joining experience. It like walks you through like, hey, what what's your main interest in joining this Discord? Mm-hmm. Here's some channels you might want to yeah. check out. It's like a little, yeah. If you switch, if fancy. you make it a community server, you can yeah. actually go through like a step-by-step of, of making stuff like that now. Right. There's a, it's called Discord onboarding for new members. And uh, he also actually, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to give too much away, but he said, at least to me, I'm not sure if this is open to everyone, but he told me that if I happen to join and have any feedback about the onboarding process, uh, they would love to hear about it. I'm sure they're open mm-hmm. to, to input from everyone. Just, you know, don't flood them with stupid stuff. I think that was literally one of the things that said, like, it, as part of this like walkthrough process was right. like, how was this process? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Yeah. So very impressive from a, like, you know, my, my day jobs in marketing, I was very impressed from like a user experience standpoint. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's credit to simple clips and PTM or discord, probably both. It's definitely um, both. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I was, I was quite impressed. Um, so the event sounds intriguing or the, you know, community, I guess you have to say of not really event cause it goes on for a year, but mm-hmm. it sounds really cool. Uh, sounds like something I might try to dip my toes into and, uh, yeah, we'll have links in the description. So check it out. Dante, what, what are your thoughts on this? Um, another event. And <laughs> I think I, I like that it's async. It's fun, um, to do that. I think at this point, given how many live events there are. So, uh, best of luck. I hope it goes very well and I hope they get a lot of participation. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, moving right along, I will take this next one. So this is a Z3R multi-world tournament that has been announced, uh, brought to you by community members Adlor and Hammer. Um, We'll have a rules document, a registration link, and a Discord server in the description of this episode for you to check out. Um, They wrote a little bit about this, and I liked what they wrote, so I'm just going to straight up read it to you. And then afterwards, y'all let me know kind of what stands out to you, and uh, we'll kind of discuss from there. The Z3R multi-world tournament pits players against each other in teams of three for a series of five 2v2 races and one 3v3 race before a head-to-head bracket to determine the winner. Scheduling is flexible, async all you want, so there's another async uh, event Mm -hmm. slash tournament, with a full week per matchup. Outside of the 3v3, there's no minimum number of races played per teammate. Race to be the fastest multi-world team across themed settings like Hermes and Hercules, Gemini, Half and Half, Three's a Crowd, Mystery, and the newly minted Champs Mode. Uh, so quick note from Tim here. I have no idea what any of those mean. I think they're multi-world <laughs> modes you can play. Maybe maybe we'll find out if I keep reading. Uh, all right, getting back into it. Play well enough to move on from groups and you'll have a shot at the bracket where teams play best of three and have the strategic option of modifying the world state between each game. All to win the ultimate prize of being featured in the famed Houlihan room and all Z3 multi-world seeds and work alongside tournament admins to create your own champions mode for the 2025 tournament. Uh, so the hint function, release, and collect are all disabled. If you've played a normal multi-world, you know what those are. You'll have to make sure both players can cross the finish line before beelining it to the Triforce. Multi-world relevant glitches like Super Bunny via item receipt and Link State via statue slash tree pool are allowed, giving you flexibility if you're stuck in BK mode and have a little bit of know-how. So signups are currently open, running through the end of the month, and there will be a team reveal on Saturday, January 6th at 11 a.m., uh, and I'll link the channel that that's in. I actually couldn't find that, but I will find it out for you. So that's it. It's a multi-world tournament. Uh, lots of different modes. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, well, I um, <laughs> I have found a couple of things for you really fast. Okay, cool. So the modes have something called a linked item. 
Uh, to clarify what a linked item is, any linked items will only have one placed item in the collective seeds. Uh, the other slot, oh, I'm sorry, collective seed. The other slot will be replaced by a filler item, usually a blue rupee. Once it's found by either player, both will have it. As in, mm -hmm. you find one moon pearl, both players get it. Uh, for instance, Interesting. it'll be, yeah, for one moon pearl, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, anyway, so uh, Hermes and Hercules is open cross-world entrance, fast Ganon, seven crystals, uh, vulnerability. Uh, that's racer A, while racer B just plays a normal standard seven crystal defeat Ganon. Uh, the cross world is starting flute and boots. And then the other is starting mitts. That is the Hermes and Hercules. And the link item is the moon pearl. So once you find a moon pearl, it's for both of them. Um, champions mode is swordless, man. I, I guess I need to play this. Uh, it's open swordless <laughs> map shuffle. Never mind. Ped goal. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I had to, uh, and then racer I'm B in. racer B does an open one out of one Triforce hunt. The Triforce hunt piece is in the post moldrum two chest. GT entry uh, at four, starting boots, bow, and a hook shot. So interesting. Uh, half and half. The linked item. I'm gonna go through these linked items only. Uh, is all small keys. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Um, okay. And then the next week, there's no linked item that is mystery or mysterious mystery. Uh, they haven't given full details of what mystery will entail. Week five, all progression items and Triforce pieces are linked. So interesting. And it's a Triforce hunt 35 out of 50. Yeah. So between the two of you, you got a five thirty-five out of the 50. So but worth noting. One time, anytime one of you gets something, you both get it. Yeah. Right. Worth noting. I think this is ran on the archipelago branch of rando, you know, the, 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 I guess, multi-world server that allows like cross games as well. So, um, that is, it's, it's a little different. I saw a write up that it is, um, it is an older version that you are ex than you may be expecting. I believe there's like no C or P indicator uh, in the dungeons. I think that was one thing I saw. Uh, I think the uh, the crash if you get 1.0 in the hole is still a thing. You know, like where you die mm -hmm. on the same frame, you take damage. As well as the jingle glitch is still a, like still prevalent in this. There was a few gotchas, you know that you know maybe some newer runners aren't used to. Anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, this ran last year. I think it kind of ran under the radar. Not a lot mm. of people. It wasn't really publicly noted. So um, I, I'm kind of glad to see like a public announcement for it. And hopefully they get a lot of participation. Yeah, me too. I didn't even know that it had been run before. I thought this was the first year just because, like you said, I didn't hear anything about it before. So um, hopefully, you know, they benefit from getting a little bit more exposure. Mm -hmm. um, plenty of time still if you want to get signed up. Uh, I, I love the idea of multi-world. I love getting together for like a, you know, big kind of voice call on a Friday night, you know, and playing through one casually. But yeah. the idea of trying to go fast through one is not necessarily for me. I like the idea of it, but I, I don't think this is one that I'll, I'll probably participate in for what it's worth. If anyone yeah. cares, I don't know. Yeah, I, I <laughs> care. I want to, I want to know when Tim's playing again. I just yeah. make it some conversation. No, I agree. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, no, um, to me, multi-worlds are also more like a casual thing where I'm like, oh, cool. I can just sit back. I don't have to stream necessarily. You know, I can just hang out. So mm -hmm. yeah. feel, it feels kind of weird, but, you know, I'm not the target demographic anyway. Yep. Well, cool. moving on, we've got yes. also another tournament, Avian Art 2023 slash four. Uh, this is firing up. I was I, I talked to Mike about this today. I was expecting 
it to go last summer and I was going to play in it. Like I was kind of excited to try out the crazy modes. Um, I thought it was going to mm. be then. And uh, long story short, it's now. So uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to play in this, even though I kind of want to. But there's a registration link, a rules link and a discord. But the qualifiers will be async. They start December 3rd, which has already passed. Uh, there will be five of them and you have to do a minimum of one that should be completed by December 25th, Christmas. You could do it like Christmas Eve. That could be your present to yourself. Um, <laughs> tournament is going to start on December 31st, capped at 48 total people. Uh, the modes this time around are going to be Trinity, which are three goals, pre-activated flute. I'm not really sure how Trinity works. I have not looked into this. I need to. Uh, Inverticrismizer. I, I, I know I'm saying it wrong, but basically it's the the last year's hit now it's starting flute, but it's the thing I think with like it's inimizer it's inverted, but it's got the, the four progression things that like from the ladder, uh, mm-hmm. you know, four like four or eight gloves, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, I could be wrong on that. So don't quote me true pot hunt, a classic favorite, you know, the, the 200, whatever triforce piece hunt uh, pot and bones, which is uh true pot hunt, but enemies drop items. So this is going to be using that new inimizer tool to allow every enemy in the underworld to drop items. Uh, and then, mm, which is avian arts, marvelous mystery generator. I think this is kind of based on Mike's mystery mayhem. Mm. Mm. Uh, so, uh, yep. Going to be five, five whole entire modes. Uh, looking forward to, if I can't play in this, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the crazy matches. By the way, they're calling this one flu season. Uh, I guess like avian bird flu uh, and there's a lot of in the rules document anytime they would say flute they say flu not anytime but almost anytime mm. uh, so I guess if there's like a theme or a flavor season this year it's it's flu season which is kind of fun um, Trinity by the way I did just want to come back to that the three goals are one Triforce piece on pedestal one Triforce behind a five crystal fast cannon and then eight out of 10 Triforce piece hunt. Uh, so those are the three, I guess, Triforce pieces okay. that you need to collect. No, so yeah, you, you know, it's, it's probably there's a Triforce in those spots because like you wouldn't get a Triforce piece to beat Ganon. You would just get a mm-hmm. full on Triforce. So in other words, there's multiple ways to beat the seed is three. There's three, which is the whole like Trinity mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I gotcha. That makes sense. Cool. Okay. But yeah, I, uh, you know, we've, we've expressed this before, but I just, I, I'm, I get a kick out of these guys and their crazy ways. Uh, I just love that they're kind of like mad scientists in this community that are coming up with brand new modes and being really wacky and off the wall about it. Uh, so keep, keep doing what you're doing, AV and art crew. Uh, we love to see it. And, uh, if you want to be one of those 48 participants, um, you can get in on registration uh, oh, you can start with your asyncs, asyncs now, right now, actually. Yeah, yep. get in your asyncs right now. Just join the server. Join it. Link in the description. Uh, okay, we've got two more tournaments to talk about, <laughs> but we're making pretty good time. Um, Herf, how do you feel about taking this one? Sure. Uh, the 2024 AOTTPR Enemizer tournament was announced by Mukao1980. Uh, it begins January 8th, 2024, and it's going to run through mid-February 2024. It's going to be a bracketed best-of-three tournament. 
Uh, it's probably going to be capped at 64 racers, though there are less anticipated. We'll, we'll see about that. It's going to be interesting. I think Animizer is a very polarizing mode. Some people really like it and a lot of people really hate it. Uh, there's going to be Chaos Boss Shuffle. Uh, the signups are open now and they're going to be open through Friday, December 22nd. And uh, good luck to the first year admin team and all the participants. I hope they fill up or at least come close to their fill up stage. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on the 64 racers thing. I think that Moo Cow 1980, so uh, he was actually talking about, he was thinking about uh, taking, you know, mounting this tournament, I guess to use like a theater term, uh, in the GMP Discord and got a little bit of interest. He was like, hey, what if I did this? People were like, yeah, sounds cool. I personally feel like there's plenty of room in this community for an atomizer tournament. It's kind of mm-hmm. one of the few like cornerstone modes that does not have an organized tournament behind it. Mm-hmm. I think people that have played it three or four times, you know, or been forced to say for like league or ladder or something like that might feel differently. But I think there are a lot of people who really enjoy Animizer or at least intrigued enough about it to say like, yeah, let's give this tournament a go. So I also am very curious to see if we get that, you know, if Mukau sees that cap of, of they're, 64 racers. They're at 49. I am currently oh, one really? of them. Ooh, um, that's fun. I, I, I'm on the fence. I'm signed up just in case, but mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know best of three and having to do a, a best of three every week. I'm not sure if I'm going to be up for that. So we mm. shall see. This is also the regular Enemizer. This is not that brand spanking new Enemizer that's got all the crazy stuff. So it's it's what you're used to. And that's fine. Mm. I think for a, a starting tournament, that's also very good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yep. But yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. There needs to be, you know, Enemizer needs to be a swordless tournament, too, by the way, uh, if we're doing Ooh. if we're doing this. But that being said, here we are. Uh, we're playing. We're going to be playing Animizer, and I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing that, and I'm looking forward to, you know, potentially uh, watching a lot of these races. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing how everything goes. I didn't know that we had the uh, the pre-registration numbers already. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, registration's open now. If that sounds interesting to you. Uh, check the link in the description and get on in there. And I'll, uh, and then we have our. I'll yeah, add this in because you know I added it to the the outline. But uh, last week, Fear Agent on the two sixteen podcast announced there that the two sixteen server will be doing a co op cross keys tournament. So uh, I think they did a pre registration to see the interest level, and then soon there is going to be an actual registration uh, and like I think a full rules doc to come. But it's going to be in the Swiss format, kind of like regular cross keys in the summer usually is. And then down to, I think what he said was a top four out of the Swiss is going to just kind of play like a semis and a finals. And then it's just kind of it. So it's a, it's a way to just kind of hang out uh, with, with someone and then race some two other people. And I think it's really cool. Cross keys co-op's going to be a mess. Uh, There's a lot to keep (laughs) track of, but I, you know, people have done it. It's been fun. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pre-registration only announced kind of in the server, um, not kind of made widespread as a way to like, you know, kind of give people who listen to the podcast kind of a a chance to get in first, um, which is not dissimilar to what we kind of did for the mentor tournament in the early years. Um, And now, fortunately, if this does sound interesting, you can get in there. Um, I don't know if we'll have a link for registration for you, but if this sounds interesting, Definitely go join the 216 Discord if you haven't already. And if you haven't, what are you doing? Uh, get in there and just 
stay tuned to announcements and um, start looking out for a teammate. I think there's also tools on that server for if you're looking for a partner where you can jump in and try to find somebody if you don't have someone lined up. Um, so yeah, co-op cross keys. Mm-hmm. It's it's like the 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 German to my rando English. It's I just couldn't I can't even speak that language, you know. So, um, but yeah, it just goes to show how how wide ranging our community is. So cool stuff, and uh, good luck to Fear uh, putting on the first um, two sixteen tournament. Very cool stuff. Speaking of fear endorsed uh, tournaments, <laughs> or at least inspired, I guess, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about League Season 6. Um, you know, of course, Fear was the one that started that back in the day. Uh, so let's get our brackets up here. Uh, in terms of our invitational, Dante, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, um, I think Temp and I are kind of sitting on the, the couch together. We are. Both our teams yep. are out. Um, yep. And, uh, you know, we're, we're viewers at this point, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll trade you the admin role for viewer and you can just do the work. Uh, but, (laughs) um, joking aside, what we have left in the invitational eight teams beats from the East versus two infinity and Pagog right now beats is up one. Oh, game two, I think is in a couple days from recording here. Uh, your mom's favorite rando team up one Oh on don't forget to track us. Uh, and last location is going to the other side of the bracket against Bratwurst Buddies. Those two have not played a game yet. Uh, and then we have Potato Pouch versus Washed. We all should hover every day. Uh, words to live by. They are currently at 1-1, so they are already getting set to go to their game three. And uh, all of these matchups are going to be really exciting. Super uh, entertaining to see. A couple of like, you know surprises you know i, I want to go back and say this really quick uh you know uh, it, very surprising to see jk lol drop uh, t- uh you know not because of the team they were playing that they should have beat them but you know they had a really strong regular season um same thing with fendrana drifters had a very strong regular season just you know ran into the the pagogs uh and then you know salt miners against beats from the east that went to three games as well salt miners the uh, different named but defending champions of the league are are out. So we will potentially have um, we will have, I think, actually a brand new champion this year. Like there there are I think the only individual champion left uh, is mm. is Relkin on to infinity and Pagog. But I could be wrong. I'm trying to, like, go through that really quick in my head. Yes, that is mm-hmm. correct. So if if he if Pagog loses, then we will be guaranteed to have some form of new champions as far as players go, but guaranteed new team uh, as it stands right now. So that's that's really cool to see. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like it's uh you know I, I also kind of weird to see the spoilers out this early as well, and I I I'm, I'm gonna be that guy. Kind of odd to see the the pugs out this early too, but mm-hmm. you know like co op. I knew this going in, and I this was what's so exciting about it. Co op can be slightly unpredictable, especially when you add in spoiler. So um, yeah, very very uh, exciting league playoffs as far as I'm concerned. As far as like the viewing aspect and the playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great recap. Uh, and I, I have to agree, like so many of the names seem less familiar than previous years. And I think 
as you've said, some of it is, you know, renaming, but similar teams and makeups. And a lot of it is just like, there's just a lot of new teams in there, mm-hmm. which is, which is always exciting to see. Yeah. Yeah. And then on kinda, the open, yeah, I was going to yeah, say go open side is just yeah. like a lot of teams are still left just because of the way that structure is. We are two rounds away from seeing which four teams are going to uh, be birthed into the invitational next season or get their invite. So uh, there's a lot of one and O's. There's one, two and O with uncle routers guaranteed to be in the conference semis. That's top eight. Uh, everyone else is either one and O or zero and zero currently. So that is, it's ongoing. Uh, a lot of races to, um, to come. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. All right. So this is the, this is the part of league where, yeah, like Dante said, it's, it's great to be a viewer. Uh, they get more and more competitive. The stakes get higher and higher. So um, we'll also go ahead and put up the streaming schedule uh, as a link in the description. Be sure to try to catch one of those if you're free or if you want to go back and check out a VOD. Cool. All right. Let's get into GMP community updates. All right. So the Cross Keys Mentor Tournament registration is closed for racers since we did fill up there, but we are still accepting registration uh, for mentors and for volunteers. And I want to specifically emphasize the mentors part because we're kind of at that point where, you know, we said we wanted to do 32 runners, but we might have to do 24 if we didn't have enough mentors. We're kind of at that point right now where we we certainly have 32 people that are in there uh, that are re- that have signed up for registration. But unless we get, I don't know, probably five or six more mentors, we'll have to run with 24 because we simply won't have the mentors to cover all the racers each week. So mm-hmm. this is kind of a way to say, you know, if you got your sign up in sort of late, you really probably want to go try to reach out to if you know anyone who has a decent amount of cross keys experience, see if they'd be willing to register as a mentor and take on maybe, you know, one match a week or even just see if they'd help you personally, uh, you know, get through some of these races in the Swiss. So that's where we're at with that. Uh, registration technically closes this Friday. Like I said, it's already done for racers. Um, but in the meantime, and uh, over this weekend, we have boots camp uh, as previously advertised, except wait up, hold the phone. And by the way, Dante's just jumped off and I, I absolutely hate that because, uh, <laughs> well, maybe it's good actually, because I think he would have pushed back on this. Probably Malmo in her creative genius brain uh, has done it once again. She was the one that named the boots camp event initially, and we were all just totally tickled by it, had to go with it. She posted to us, I don't understand why you didn't call this event CrossFit because it was right there. And I said, damn it. The only reason I didn't do that is because I'm not, I wasn't smart enough or funny <laughs> enough to think of it. But now that it's been thrown out there into the ether, I'm absolutely must grab it. So this is no longer boots camp. This is now CrossFit, mm-hmm. which is going to prepare you for the Cross Keys Mentor Tournament. And huge shout outs to Malmo. Thanks for letting us borrow that slam dunk. Yeah. Uh, so, We have three events lined up for CrossFit. Um, The first one is going to happen tomorrow. That's Thursday, December 7th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And the title is How the Heck Do I Play Cross Keys? With Cross Keys tourney admin and 23 tournament runner-up, Alizan. So that's quite a get, right? I mean, that sounds like, uh, to me, that sounds like a perfect starting point. How else could you possibly start something like this? 
other than with an event called how the heck do I play cross keys? Yeah. And that one does not conflict with any charity events in the community. So (laughs) feel free to go ahead and join that one nice and live. Uh, the next one we have, uh, is going to be Saturday, December 9th at 5 PM and it's called gotcha with Krosky's tourney admin and tournament, uh, 2023 tournament winner wall kicks. Nice. So, I mean, this is a, this is a star studded, uh, faculty mm-hmm. that we have for this CrossFit session. Your, your, your personal trainers are so buff when it comes to rando knowledge, uh, you've got the two finalists from this last tournament, Alizon and Wall Kicks, mm-hmm. um, both covering specifically kind of things that you're really going to want to know before you get into this. And then finally, on Sunday, December 10th, we have what we're calling our Fly on the Wall session. It's a mentored cross keys race with Skell, Skelly. Sorry, Skelly. I should just <laughs> I should just capitalize this E in the outline. There we go. There we go. Skelly and Hawk. Uh, so two um, GMP mods going through a cross keys race and you're kind of fly on the wall, just listening to the kind of advice that's being given. Mm-hmm. And I think they might even do comms on top of the recording that they already did. Um, don't quote me on that, but I, I believe they've got a nice presentation put together for all of us nice. on the 10th. I don't know the exact time, um, but it will, it will be at some point. So stay tuned for that. Um, so that is CrossFit starts tomorrow, goes until Sunday. And then the tournament starts uh, December 11th. And we will let you know soon before that, whether we're going to be at 24 or 32 runners for that. And again, it all depends on how many mentors we get signed up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So uh, that's that. Uh, and really takes me yeah. back to the beginning days of, uh, of the mentor tournament uh, with, you know, Oh, we might have to cap the participants because we can't get any mentors and stuff like that. And, uh, We've kind of solved our own problem. And I I foresee the same for this one where, you know, you start training the people and then next year they're good enough to be mentors. And suddenly you have enough mentors, which means you can accept more people. And it's, you know, you just kind of make your own help. Exactly. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also just, you know, we, we said the same thing for the main mentor tournaments as well, which is that, even if you think you're not good enough to do this, if you can complete a cross keys seed reliably, if it's something you do on a regular basis, please, please believe me when I say that you are good enough to mentor. Mm-hmm. Remember, you're not going to be playing this seed. You're going to be watching someone else play it. And it's much, much easier to think things through and help someone else when you're not playing yourself to the point that you could almost be kind of the same skill level as someone playing and still provide a ton of benefit and help Mm -hmm. to the person that you're helping. Remember, not everyone is going to be, you know, at the top of their game in this tournament. There are going to be some people who are a little newer to the game that do need that more basic kind of instruction. And so we need your help if you feel like that, that uh, describes you. Mm -hmm. So, so get your registration in and we greatly appreciate all y'all. Um, okay. Bi-weekly seed for this time. Last time we just did a very basic open seven, seven Ganon. We did have quite a few folks use that as their, uh, proof that they could do a seed in less than two hours to uh, be able to submit their racer, uh, status for the cross keys mentor tournament. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. How many did we have by the way? Ooh, wow. Oh, we had 25 for this one. That's pretty good. Um, So yeah, one of our. One of our most, uh, one of our highest participation levels in a, in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. We had someone get a sub hour on this bad boy. Shout oh, out wow. to Saz, Saz, Saz. Yeah, wow. Good stuff. Not bad. Um, 
What should we do for the next one, Herf? I mean, we've just talked about it so much. Maybe we should just do a cross keys. Mm, you know what? I really like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think it's time. We'll do a cross keys. And I guess I also want to say that like this, this should, I want people to feel like this could be a good entry point. You know, if you check out some of the CrossFit stuff, right. you know, training that we have coming up, you know, if you want to kind of slowly play through this one while you watch one of those or after you watch those, this, this is not meant to be like, who can do this the fastest? This is like, you know, go ahead and get your name up on the leaderboard to say that you completed it and, and let this be kind of your first foray. You remember how in school you had those workbooks that came with your lessons, that cross Mm -hmm. case seat is your workbook for all the CrossFit videos. And you just sit there and then you play it either while you're watching them or after you watch them, whatever you want to do. And then you figure out if that stuff helped you or not. Yes. I love that. That's, this is a workbook seed. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Cool. Hey, Tuesday Temp is here. It has been a minute since Tuesday Temp has jumped on the mic. Hope y'all been good. I wanted to jump in here because I realized something. For the Cross Keys Mentor Tournament, we are actually doing the first two weeks of Swiss Retrance, and then the next two weeks of Swiss are Cross Keys. So looking at the calendar, it actually makes a lot more sense to make this bi-weekly seed a Retrance according to our Mentor Tournament settings, and then make the next one in two weeks a Cross Keys. So just wanted to set the record straight. This seed, uh, this time is going to be retrance. Next time will be cross keys. But the idea is still very much the same of what Herf and I talked about of, you know, use this one to dip your toes in. All right. Well, hey, it was so good talking to you again. Bye. All right. That is what we shall do. And let's go ahead and wrap it up. All right. So email is gomodepodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on all those places. We have a Patreon. If you're feeling particularly generous, it mm-hmm. helps to reimburse us for stuff like SGL. And sometimes we, you know, we'll donate that to the prize pool to just kind of up the overall, uh, you know, um, capital of this game kind of in the, in the gaming world. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's there. Don't feel like you have to, but it is available if you're if you've got, you know, the extra room in your budget to say thanks in that way. Yeah. If not, sharing the show is super helpful. Give us a review on iTunes or on Spotify. That is great for us as well. Uh and yeah, let's get into shout outs. Uh, I have two. Do you need a second, Herf, or do you want to start? Oh no, go ahead if you have two, especially. Okay. Okay, so the first one is a very traditional Timp shout out. Uh, It is an HBO show and it's an animated show, which I feel like that's half the things that I shout out. (laughs) But this is a show called Scavenger's Reign that's on Mm -hmm. HBO Max. Uh, And it kind of came out of nowhere. It's a 12 uh, show series, uh, 12 episode series. And um, I almost don't want to give away too much, but it's like it's this... uh, long-term like space voyaging uh ship that crashes crash land is lands into an alien planet and it's the scavengers like the survivors of that wreck trying to survive and mm-hmm. live their lives on this alien world and the real star of the show is all of the alien flora and fauna mm-hmm. that the scavengers use you know and, and have to like fight against and deal with and you know coexist with and it's just beautifully done the art is incredible 
Um, it, it's like this whole entire world has been built out, but you just see little snippets of it and you're just left to wonder like, what the hell was that all about? <laughs> but like in the best kind of way to where your brain kind of fills mm-hmm. it in, or maybe they'll come back at some point and talk about it, but it's just a really cool show. Um, really compelling story and, and good characters and all that. So, um, that's scavengers reign on HBO max. Highly recommend that. And then the less traditional shout out that I have is my wife. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but I can't remember is a fashion reseller. Um, that's kind of her part-time, uh, job or business. She's a business owner. Um, she mostly sells on the platform Poshmark, but lately she's been doing these live auction shows on the platform Whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that's an app you can download. It's also, you know, website, what, whatnot.com. Her profile is called Kit Kat's Closet, K-I-T-C-A-T-S-C-L-O-S-E-T. So K-C-C, Kit Kat's Closet. And she has a live show scheduled for this Friday where she's going to be auctioning off some, uh, some boots that are like pretty nice, like pretty nice, uh, like from fashion retailers like Marc Jacobs and all these other brands that I forget off the top of my head. But she actually had me join the last one. It's, but it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just a live show, very much like streaming a video game where instead of playing a game, you're just holding up different stuff that you have and being mm-hmm. like, let's start the bidding for this at $10. And then you start an auction and you know, uh, it's, it's a fun time. So I may or may not be on the one on Friday, but <laughs> nice. if you, uh, have someone in your life that you want to buy, you know, some fancy, uh, fashion designer clothing at way, way less than it's actually valued for. Check out the, check out the live stream that, that my wife will do. I think that's going to be this Friday. Cool. So, yeah. So that's my second shout out. Um, what, what do you have for us this time? Uh, well, I've been thinking and, you know, usually it's the video game corner with her here. And, uh, I've been thinking there hasn't been too much going on lately, to be honest. Maybe I'm forgetting stuff that I've played, but I've been really, uh, I've gotten back into my summer car. We talked a little bit oh, about that. Oh, is that this. not new? Uh, no, it's been, it's been in early access for like seven years. And who knows if it's ever going to get out. It just got like another biggish update today. So they're still working on it for sure. But it's, you know, it's taking its time. And okay. it's, uh, it's kind of hard to explain what the game is. Uh, but it's like this mixture of life simulator and car driving simulator and also car mechanic simulator in a way yeah it's it's a weird mixture of everything though the basic premise is that you're unlike this finnish plot of land you know it's like a little town or a couple of little towns together in the little circle highway that goes around all of them and uh, you live kind of in the middle of it all in your little house and uh, you can do different jobs uh, to earn money. You can drive to the store. Uh, you have to take care of your car. You have to check the oil. You have to check all the fluids and stuff like that. Uh, you can go to a dance hall and pick up a girlfriend. There's the, the possibilities are endless. And I just love spending like hours driving around and doing stupid stuff now that I've built my car and got it through the inspection and got my license plates to officially drive around so the cops stop finding me. It's <laughs> it's insane. There's so much stuff and so much detail. Every little thing has been thought about. And it's it's very, very indie, you know, kind of crappy looking, but on purpose. It's it's very charming. I'm I'm enjoying it very much. Yeah, Herf's been sharing some videos and screenshots in the our uh, host channel. 
And I didn't know what the game was until today, you know, before recording when he told me. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, yeah, I, I, it's like inscrutable what, what game he was playing. Because <laughs> now that he's said it, it's like, oh, okay, now I get that. It's, he's in a kind of ratty garage and, you know, there's a car there. But like the amount of prompts that show up when you try to do any given thing is like, <laughs> yeah. it's almost like the fun of the game is like doing something normal mm-hmm. because there are so many other crazy ass things you could have done that it's like, hey, I got in my car and drove out of it, out of the garage. Yeah, like, pretty much. That, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it looks very fun. And, uh, I, I will endorse that endorsement mm-hmm. um, as a as a game to check out because I've been enjoying uh, her sharing. Um, just one this time, or do you have any other? Since I did two, I feel kind of guilty. Uh, I mean, you don't have to feel guilty. I do too often enough, really. But I'm I'm trying to look. I guess I think I talked about this last time. Uh, Risk of Rain returns. Did I mm-hmm. talk about that last time? I think maybe, uh, yeah, it, but I feel, I feel like I've about talked about this before. I, I impulse, I, I'm not really impulse. I bought this game on Steam uh, on my phone while we were at SGL just because I was so excited about it. Uh, it's basically a, an updated remake or remaster, a little bit of both really, of uh, the first Risk of Rain that came out ages ago. And then they released the second part where they went from like a 2D side-scrolling kind of setup to a 3D actual third-person kind of game. And now this one is back to a 2D side-scrolling. And I just, you know, the 3D never really clicked with me. That's not a bad game. The second one is fun and I like to play it still. But I, I like this one better and it's a lot of fun. And I've been unlocking stuff here and there and just playing a couple of sessions whenever I get around to it. Nice. Yeah, I just looked at the outline and the like show notes from last time. I don't think you did talk about that. Yeah, so well, that's there you good, go. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Asked and answered. Cool. Well, uh, be sure to ask Dante in the Go Mode podcast channel what his shout out would have mm-hmm. been on Wednesday after you hear this. I would love to hear it from him. Would never presume to try to guess what it would be. No. Um, although I have explicitly done that a few times on the show. <laughs> um Cool. Okay. Well, hey, I think this is probably the most information dense episode of this show that we have ever done. We've had a lot of stuff to cover for sure. We had a lot to cover and we covered it all pretty thoroughly and we even have like a little bit of extra time. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of us. Yeah. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening. We'll go ahead and sign off on behalf of my co-hosts, Herfy Durfee and Dancy. I've been Timp. Let's go ahead and mirror out.